I gotta say, I'm gonna give it a full week to really give my endorsement, but I slept like a baby the past two nights with my face mask. You were afraid that you wouldn't be able to sleep at all because it was, you're just not used to having stuff on your face. And let me say, I do take Ambien every night during the week, so I'm used to getting a deep sleep. What I'm not used to is trying to fall asleep. And a lot of people were saying blackout curtains, right? We have blackout curtains, but this is like sun coming right into your window at the perfect angle kind of light. And if you tell me to give up my weight blackout curtains, I'm not going to do it. So the next best thing <laughs> is a sleep mask. And de Jeff de said that decor he above everything, above everything. But I do have white blackout curtains. Um, I don't think those are official. You know, they're, they are literally, those aren't blackout curtains. They are. They are? Yes. Oh, well, they're not very good blackout curtains. Well, whatever. That's not the point. The point is the face mask is amazing. I slept like an angel and Jeff said that I was like dead to the world when he came in and got into bed. Well, what I, I came in and, and laid down and went to sleep a few hours after you did and then had the thought like, oh, I wonder if she kept her mask on. So I got my phone and I didn't turn the flashlight on, but I used the screen. The light from the phone. Mm -hmm. To light up and you still had it on and I was very proud and happy. So I'm glad it worked for you. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the knowledge that I have gained about the podcasting world and that I have friends who trust me to share that knowledge with them and help them. My name is Callie Dollar and I'm grateful for my sleep mask. We have to say a little happy birthday to Dylan. If your name is Dylan and you are turning six years old today, happy birthday. We heard a rumor that you listen to our show every day and we are so thankful that you do. Happy birthday. Your mom, Jennifer, told on you that sometimes you listen to our show more than once a day. You always gotta tell who says the happy birthday thing? Shouldn't it just be that we know? Like, shouldn't some magical unicorn just, you know, tell us? And I then... didn't say that mom said that we knew it was the birthday. I said that mom said sometimes you listen to our show twice. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm. I screw everything up. <laughs> I got uh, some mail last week that I, it, it has taken me a few days to fully wrap my head around because it caught me by surprise. It was a handwritten letter from my dad who has an idea for a children's book. Now, this is the second time. Um, I We frequently will get mail from Jim. Like, he's very good about sending mail, yeah, which I love. It's like one of my favorite things about your dad. Yep. Um, but he normally doesn't, uh, it's like a little note or a hear thought of you or like, you know, something like that. But the past two have been very well written and very well thought out letters. Yeah. The, um, Ollie, well, first, before we even get into that, I want to tell a story about that. My dad told me 
about my uncle Fred because Fred is one of Callie's favorite people. And I don't even know if I shared this story in its entirety with you. I love uncle Fred. Uncle Fred is, has been through some stuff. And he is, he, he's just, I don't know how to describe him. He just finds joy in the minutia in the everyday. Like he's just, he embodies gratitude, I think. And there is, if you're from the Northeast, you've probably heard of Coney's. They're also called, I think they're called White Hots, but basically. It's like chili cheese hot dogs, right? I don't think so. Oh, I thought that's what a Coney was. Nope. There's no chili involved. Oh. It's a white hot dog. And there's a, a, in Syracuse, there's a hot dog stand called Hyde's that's famous for these white hot dogs. Okay. And my dad sent via email, Fred, who lives in Arizona, a picture of Hyde's because my dad went there for lunch one day. Fred wrote back and said, oh, that gym, that looks so good. It looks so delicious. I've looked for Coney's in the store here and they just don't sell them in Arizona. So I have probably had my last Coney. Well, my dad figures out through the post office and everything what the latest is he can drop off an express package, mm -hmm. goes to the grocery store, buys a pound of Coney's and a thing of the official Hyde's mustard or the Hoffman Coney brand mustard, puts it in the freezer, wraps it all up, probably in newspaper, aluminum foil, whatever, to keep it frozen solid, mm -hmm. takes it to the post office or FedEx or wherever he shipped it from at the last possible minute and delivers it express to arrive at Fred's door. So cool. And Fred was so happy. He called my dad up and he says, Jim, I just have to tell you that I took a frying pan out. The, the, minute, the hour I received the conies, I took a frying pan out, put some oil in it, put a coney in the pan, cooked it up until it was perfectly, because you got to burn them a little bit. Okay. So I cooked them up till it was perfectly browned. I put it in a bun and it was too big for the bun. And I put some of that mustard on it. And what a great surprise. <laughs> what, how great was that? And Fred was so happy and overjoyed at that kind act that uh, my dad said Fred made him feel so good. It was better than like a month of winning at the casino. I love that. Because uh, Fred is just, so, he's just so, my dad does a really good impersonation of him. We, we, even reading his emails, if you had an email from Uncle Fred, like you would be able to see how he is in his emails. We should really, I mean, now is not an opportune time, but we really should go out there and record a bonus episode with Uncle Fred Yeah, while he is around and likes to have conversation and really enjoys that. Because I'm pretty sure Aunt Effie was like a top hit on our podcast. And I feel like Uncle Fred might be right up there with her. He just... It has this way of, I can hear him in my head saying, wow, Jim, thank you so much for sending that. That was just the most delicious thing that I have had to eat all my, wow. And I, it's uncanny how good my dad is. And it's so impersonating him. genuine. Yes. Which makes it amazing. So I think that's a nice little reminder 
to seek the joy in small things. And that's kind of what gratitude does is eventually starts to trigger your brain in that way. Like it's been kind of a, not a rough week. I've actually had a fine week, but it's just been like an, an intense work week. And, um, I, today I was washing my hands cause you know, duh. <laughs> and cause coronavirus and we have automatic faucets at work and the water came out warm and it happened to be when I was really cold. And I was like, Man, if that is not the greatest thing ever. You got all Fred on the water faucet. I got all Fred on the water wow. faucet. So my hands were cold and the water was so warm on my hands. It felt so good. Be like Fred. Be Fred. Be like Fred. There's our next t-shirt. And uh, also, if you have the opportunity to do something really uh, kind for somebody, I mean, that, that, that took my dad probably an hour of time and- Probably 20 bucks, mm-hmm. maybe 30, depending on how much it costs to overnight a package of hot dogs. But uh, anyways, uh, and now I'm, it's going to drive me nuts. Have you ever had a Coney? I don't think so, but I don't eat hot dogs anymore. Mm. So. I remember not liking Coney's as a kid, but now I have to do the research and find out exactly what they are. I'll ask my dad. Because I remember, like, not that this is at all the same, but at Sonic, they have what they call a chili cheese coney, but it's not white. That's what I thought a coney was. I thought a coney was, like, a chili cheese dog. No, you can get chili. You can get a chili dog, a coney chili dog, but a coney physically looks white. Is, now that we've said the word Coney about 85 times, does it sound weird to you? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I know. It starts- <laughs> I do that with Coney. words that I'm writing out and I'm like, that's definitely spelled wrong. That but it's, totally like, it's like the wrong. word, it's the word mom, but I've written it a hundred times. So I'm like, why <laughs> does that look so weird? <laughs> Anyways. So my dad sends this, this, uh, two page letter and he writes in there. And I think this is such a brilliant idea. He thinks that that there is the possibility of creating a children's book around the adventures of our beagle, Sadie. I love it. I love every single thing about that. And he went through and talked about like, you know, just like all the adventures that Sadie's had and moving to different houses and meeting other dogs and, and, you know, that Lily came from an exotic Island and all this (laughs) stuff going up to the lake. But so my brain goes, okay, so that's neat. And then what if it became like a whole thing? And maybe this already exists, but what if there was a way that you could type in a few details about your pet and then create custom children's books that star your pet? I think that probably already exists because I know for a fact that it exists for kids because I used to get it for get that as a gift for our friends, kids. But you know, we do know some people in children's books, koi bowls. I know. Well, that was what I called my dad the the day I got the letter. And I was like, oh my gosh, where, where did that, you know, where, how long did it take you to write that? And he's like, oh, it just came to me. I had some free time. So I jotted it down. And I said, I'm going to ask around and find out like how expensive it is to take it to the next step. Yeah. But I think Sadie having her own book. No, Sadie. Yeah. I, have you ever had this moment? Cause I feel like I've had this a lot recently, which is a great problem to have where you walk into therapy and feel like you have nothing to talk about. 
Uh, it happened to me my last, like the morning of my last therapy session, I was like, everything's pretty solid right now. I don't really need to be there, but you've already made the appointment. And if you cancel it, you still have to pay for it. Right. So like, what's the point in not going? Well, hold on a minute. I think I said to you, you said, what are you talking about in therapy today? And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like everything's pretty buttoned up. And you're like, oh no, here are some things. Why don't you talk about this or this or this or this or this? What were, what did you say? What did I say to you? Yeah. I said to you that I think you should bring up with your therapist because you said that you started the conversation but didn't have time to get into it at the end of one of your previous sessions about how you are paranoid that I don't think you work hard. But we are I, – I could bring that up to her, but we've already discussed that. And that's just – that's other job baggage. But yes, I could bring that. We could reevaluate, revisit that. Um, and usually if you have this problem, like when you go to therapy, they're pretty good at guiding you through sessions because they can recall back what you've talked about before. Because I feel like a lot of times in average, like day-to-day therapy conversations, there are things that say we should bring that up later or we should talk about that later. And I feel like there's a whole miscellaneous list somewhere that they have. But it is possible to graduate from therapy. So if a situation presented itself where for three weeks or four weeks, every time I was going to go in, I was like, I don't really have anything. Like I'm feeling good. You are allowed, because I've heard this concern before from people who've never done therapy, gone to therapy or experienced therapy. Mm -hmm. Like, well, how do you know when you're done? How long does it take to get fixed? Stuff like that. It is possible, like you've graduated from therapy, right? And then you went back. I have. I took a long hiatus. I think long doing a long hiatus from therapy is just not good for me in general because I think that, you know, I for me, I was in a really super toxic, nasty relationship. I got out of that relationship. I found my self-esteem. This was like over the course of a couple of years. And then my therapist retired and I didn't find a new one for years, What I find is it's kind of the same thing as like, I I hate bringing this up so much because I feel like we, you know, but it's a cornerstone of what we talk about, but it's the same thing with gratitude. Like you don't do daily gratitude every day and fine. Like your life's not going to go up in flames, but you've even said this before. You mean you don't stop doing it every day? That's what I'm saying. When you, if you stop doing gratitude or you forget, right? there is a noticeable difference within weeks as to how things are going for you. So I think therapy is kind of a similar thing. If you didn't go to therapy for like three to six months, I would suggest that you do a check-in. But I, but there, I don't, I don't agree with you on that. Really? Yeah. I think it's possible to graduate from therapy. Like, I don't think therapy has to be a lifelong commitment where you check in every three months or six months. Like, I feel like, you can, if you have a challenge, you can overcome and work through that challenge and gain the tools that you need to manage that going forward Mm -hmm. and then stop going. That part of it is true. But I think specifically as it relates to you and I, you and I are in the business of no, Self. take you and I out of it. I'm just talking about in general. Yes, in general, you can feel like, you know what? I've been to four sessions in a row and I really feel like I'm good for now. Yes. I'll call you back when I can. Now, the trick is. Which I've done. I mean, I've been going to therapy now for 10 plus years, I mm-hmm. think. 
I've done that more, like probably three times where yeah. I'll go for a year or two. And if I was to guess, I'm probably have one, a break like that coming up in the next few months. Are you going, when, is it going to be harder for you to go back saying that only because I, it was under me, my insistence that you go back and quit your break. And it, it took months for you to get back. Yeah. It had nothing to do with you. I appreciate you, you bringing it to my attention, but I went back because I could feel myself spiraling and things building up. But like, I didn't go because you made me like, Oh, that I know. But I just remember feeling like for months, I was like, I think you should talk to your therapist. I think you should talk to your therapist. Yeah. I think you should talk to your therapist. And you were like, not into it. Yeah. But that had, but I get, I, so it's not like you forgot how helpful it was. And then, yeah, I just didn't, I honestly, that was during work stuff. And I probably didn't feel like I had the time for it. Yeah. But then I, made the time for it and then it was beneficial. But I guess my, my whole point in saying that in all of this was if you're somebody who's wondering about going to therapy, you can go for one specific thing and then be done with it. Like you can, yeah. you can go for six weeks and go. And I think that's actually probably the best way to use therapy is, is to find a therapist. You like spend several sessions, like months, mm -hmm. if not year plus learning how you tick and how you operate. And again, this is just for me, but I, my advice would be spend a year or so learning how you tick and learning how you operate. And then knowing when you have to reach back into the therapist yeah. thing, right? Does that make yeah, sense? Makes total sense. So, but you disagree. You think you should go every three months for a check-in. Um, I don't disagree. I think I was speaking more specifically to like First of all, I do think it's a little bit of a slippery slope. I think if you are someone that gets out of practice of what you've learned in therapy and you're not cognizant of it, it's easy to like get back into a, a headspace that's not necessarily good for you. And it honestly depends on what you're working through. You know what I mean? Like if you're working through addiction or something like that, like there are things or depression or anxiety, like some of that's a lifelong struggle for people. Right. Um, and you really need someone that you can be like, hey, every six months, can I just set up an appointment with you and we just make sure that I'm like just on track in. or you could be like me and I am someone that is addicted to learning more. Right. And talking out, even though I don't have like a present issue, because the past two times I've been, I haven't started out with anything. Getting to deeper levels of why I do things is so fascinating to me. I just love it. Like it makes me better. And I think it makes me a better spouse and a better communicator and better at my job and all of those things, like knowing how my brain ticks. Yes. And what I think is noteworthy about this whole conversation that we've just had is that it's different for everyone. Totally different for everyone. And there are no rules. No rules. All right, we received a voicemail, Callie. You haven't heard this yet from somebody who has an amazing story about one of our advertising partners. And it just kind of reaffirmed how important it is that we select really cool partners who believe in giving back. Hey, Jeff and Callie. I actually just wanted to call in and leave a little message about. Bombas. 
a few years ago, I was a struggling single mom, and there was a food pantry that I went to pretty much every week, and one of the things that they had was like a donated clothes closet, and one of the things that they always gave out were Bomba socks, and it seems like a little thing, but when you're having a hard time just having nice socks or a nice piece of clothing or something that is, you know, comfortable can make a big deal when everything else seems like it's kind of going crappy. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for having them as an advertiser and talking about how great they are. And just as someone who has been on the other side of the donation, I can say that it makes a huge difference. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. I love that so much. Have you sent that to Bombas? I feel like they need to hear that. I will send it to them. But they that's part of their their thing. Um, they found out that socks were the number one most requested item in homeless shelters. So they decided that for every pair you buy, they donate a pair to somebody in need. And she was one of the recipients of those. So cool. So thank you, Bombas, for being awesome. And uh, thank you for being a partner to this show. As a reminder, you can go to bombas.com slash upside B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off your order. Bombas.com slash upside. Let's also thank some of our other ad partners for the week. Do you have a corner of your house where a bunch of stuff is stacked up that you eventually want to get framed, but every single month you have to choose between making your car payment or paying your house mortgage and getting that stuff framed because it's expensive. Frame It Easy can help you out. They specialize in custom picture framing that's affordable, fast, and most of all, easy. You measure the item that you want to frame, you pick the size of mat that you want, and you pick the type of frame you want. And they custom create it and send it directly to you. You assemble the frame at your own house and boom, there you go. It's done. Sometimes this is as much as half off or more than going to a frame shop or attempting to do it yourself. Frameiteasy.com is the website. And right now they're offering 10% off to upsiders by going to frameiteasy.com slash upside. That's frameiteasy.com slash upside. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I was a paying customer of Third Love way before they were an advertiser on our show. Here's what I did because I was so curious because I had heard so many people talk and rave about Third Love. I went online, right? You go to thirdlove.com slash upside and they have a fit finder quiz. So it's a pretty short quiz and they ask some kind of seemingly random questions. But then I got my perfect fit of bra in the mail based on the really random questions that they were asking. So it does exist. And I love the classic t-shirt bra. It's my favorite one to wear. It's so comfortable. I wear it every single day, literally. And here's the thing. You really have nothing to lose because you can try on the bra. You can wear it. You can live in it. You can even wash it. And if you don't love it within 60 days, you can return it and they'll give it to a woman in need. No questions asked. I love their customer service. It is 
fabulous. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off of your first order. So go to thirdlove.com slash upside and you're going to get 15% off of your first order. Again, that's thirdlove.com slash upside. Betterhelp.com knows that therapy can be intimidating. Finding the perfect counselor, then making the appointment, going and sitting in your first counseling appointment, all of that is scary. Well, they make it a little bit easier for you. With betterhelp.com, you take a brief evaluation on their website, and then they pair you up with a counselor that you can connect with via text, chat, phone, or video uh, right from the comfort of your own home or in your office with the door closed or in your car. If you want to do it from your driveway, it doesn't matter wherever you want. BetterHelp is going to make themselves available to you. Just set the appointment with your counselor. And if you don't like the first one they assign you, they'll give you another one. No problem. See for yourself by going to betterhelp.com slash upside. That's betterhelp.com slash upside. And then use the discount code upside when you check out to get 10% off. Get started with counseling today. We feel like we need to talk about why we're not talking more about coronavirus. <laughs> right. Because I did um, an Instagram about once a week. I try to do uh, kind of like an open forum where you can submit questions or just con confess something that's on your mind or whatever. And when I did it the other night, easily 50%, if not two thirds of the people who responded, their response had something to do with coronavirus, which is obviously the predominant item in the world. It's a topic, a huge topic of conversation but, I mean, you right can't, now. But for everything, for the fact that it's a disease, for the effect that it's having on the financial markets, for the effect that it's having on people's vacation and work travel plans, schools being closed, uh, the countries being right. closed, all of this. So, you, so the reason that we have decided to kind of quarantine ourselves, <laughs> ourselves from talking about it is because we think it would be really cool if our show was kind of an escape from all that. Yes. And you were able to just listen to the show and enjoy. And if, if, if something related to coronavirus or the quarantines or the school closings or the financial stuff or the travel stuff or whatever is stressing you out, for 30 or 40 minutes every day, you can listen to us and and not hear that word. And that's in our daily show. And we try to be really mindful of that in our daily show. And we will do bonus episodes for people that want to hear them about deeper stuff or stuff that might um, impact some people in a negative way. So we may do a bonus episode yeah, talking I think about it just being like, okay, real talk here's how we're feeling right now. But just for our daily show, that's not really the goal of our daily show. So that's why we're like not having experts on or doing that whole thing. Cause it's just like not really in the vein of what we want to talk about on our daily show now. Not, and it's not that we're not affected by it or we don't feel anxiety by it. Like we've had the conversation every single day over the past week or two. Um, like I want to go up to New York to visit my dad, but I don't want to put myself or him at risk from something. So like, when is the proper time to go or do I go or do I take like 
a week and drive up like all of these conversations we're having. So we so we may address them. We will address them on a bonus episode, but not on the Daily Show. And when we do do a bonus episode, <laughs> I said do do. Oh my god! <laughs> Go if by. you're not thinking about friends right now, you are not my friend. Is that a friends thing? Yes, people will get me. Keep okay. going. Okay. Um, when we release any bonus episode, coronavirus related or otherwise, we'll always mention it on this show and uh, you'll get it directly in your feed. And don't forget advisory hoard members, we'll get them commercial free and earlier. Okay. Here are my three random things for today. Uh, I'm going to do the one that's loosely related to coronavirus first. Postmates has now announced that you can push a button or check a box on their app and have a contact-free delivery. So they will bring the food to your doorstep, ring your doorbell, and leave. You know what's really... Um, and Instacart is doing that also. I, for someone that is currently obsessed with having things delivered to my house, I don't trust Postmates or DoorDash or any of them. What do you mean you don't trust them? I feel like I saw some story or some... Um, like somebody, one of them, they, somebody did a survey with the delivery drivers of like oh, one of no. those companies. Don't, don't ruin this for me. What? And somebody said that there was a significant number, an alarming percentage to me of delivery, food delivery drivers that try the food. So if you order a cheeseburger and fries, they're popping that foam Couple container foot. open and yes, it's just really grosses me out because I don't like other people. Like I'm not, I wouldn't call myself necessarily a germaphobe, but the thought of someone I don't know sticking their hands in my food really freaks me out. Hmm. Anyways. Okay. Continue. Well, anyway, <laughs> anyways, if you don't want to see the person who's touching your food, know that at least <laughs> one delivery service is allowing you to choose a, make a selection on the, on the dashboard where they'll just set it off. And also, um, I think Instacart was the grocery delivery company that was going to do the same thing. Um, not because there's anything wrong with the people who are delivering it, but most, uh, doctors and professionals agree that, um, what's it called? Social distancing when appropriate is a good idea. So if you can avoid some face-to-face -face contact, do that. Just for the record, and if, and Jeff if, thinks socially distancing yourself is a good idea every day. Yeah. Jeff hates human interaction. Introverts have been like, <laughs> yo, we've been doing this since day one. I'm an OG social distancer. Yes. Like the thought of a, I'm like, oh no, a quarantine. I have to be in my own home alone for 20, for 48 hours for two weeks. Oh no. It's the same thing Jeff was excited about when you can click on that check mark on Uber that says, please don't talk to me. Jeff is like, perfect. I've never been able to do that. I can't it do it seems either. So rude. It seems so rude. I can't bring myself to do that. If you, um, if you haven't used Uber in the past several months, they've added, uh, Customer likes no conversation, light conversation, loves to talk, prefers music off, quiet, or loud, and then temperature, off, cooler, or warmer. And all of that is subjective. I'm never going to click it and be like, don't talk to me. All right. White Claw is dropping three new flavors. I never understood the appeal of this stuff. Chrissy McCluskey is, that's my best friend. She is the queen of White Claw. It, there was a national shortage of this stuff 
last year. I remember. It is it it's seltzer, right? It's seltzer. What's yeah. the so what is it? Is it like carbonated wine? It's like carbonated it's like alcoholic Spritz. sparkling water kind oh, of. Okay. I, to me the flavors so far not so great. They're kind of med- medicinal tasting to me, but bring on the three new. What are they? Um the three new ones are tangerine, watermelon, and lemon. Hmm. Lemon I could be into. That actually would be really, really good. Is it, is there a lot of shit? It seems to me like it's a hangover and waiting. I don't know. We should have our resident expert, Chris McCluskey on to let us know. And do we think that it's going to be as popular this summer as it was last summer? Yes. Really? Mm -hmm. Because I think if that's the case, we should make Callie and Jeff white claw sized koozies. Oh, smart. Yes, totally into that. Because we we did upside canned koozies last year with the weaponized hamster on them. Yeah. You know what? Jeff had a koozie from a brand that I don't even think is around anymore, but it was like a skinny, like a white claw sized koozie. Um, and we used that thing a surprising amount because it's like the only one that we ever had. Well, it would fit the taller skinny cans like the White Claw can, but it also would fit Red Bull cans. Yes. Perfectly. And so up at the lake, we would always have Red Bulls in our fridge, usually for mixers, but there were always some people who were like, I need a Red Bull. And they would use that koozie and it fit perfectly. So can we put that on whatever list that we have? Yes, I'm into it. All right. And then my third final thing is, uh, Callie, I think we are completely in the minority the Costco survey is correct. 94% of people do have a name for their car. That is crazy. Uh, we got an email with so many messages, by the way, uh, from our Facebook page. I'll read some of those. But Lisa sent us an email and listed the names of all of her cars going back to 1973. Oh, my gosh. Starting with Blair. That's her 2016 Nissan yes. Murano. Mm-hmm. And then she had Max, Shelly, Sylvester. Shelly. <laughs> Shelly was a Honda Accord. Sylvester was a Honda Accord. Uh, Sheila and Ramona, both Honda Preludes. Ramona. Yep. And then Sharita was a 1973 Pontiac Firebird. Nice. Uh, but there are well over, well over a hundred comments on the Upside Facebook page um, with names like Gertrude, a 1979 Honda Civic, Harvey, a 1963 classic car, Redford, a red 2017. Ford. Oh, okay. Get it? Red- I see what you did there. Uh-huh. Redford. Uh, Snow White is a white Kia Sorento. Uh, Verti, V-E-R-T-I, is a BMW convertible. I wonder where that came from. Uh, Kitty Girl. Kitty Girl. Is a 2019 Honda Civic. Uh, it's a song by RuPaul, but it's called, but it's also Kitty Pearl or Kitty Girl because it purrs. Oh. Okay. Uh, Sheldon, the Mini Cooper. Sheldon's a great name for a Mini Cooper. Uh, Betty, a GMC Acadia, a CRV named Jane Honda. (laughs) You like that one, huh? I don't know why that one, that one, yeah. That's funny. A 2010 Toyota Sienna van. 
named Fat Amy. Uh, so if you want to go read all of these and add yours, go to facebook.com slash groups slash Callie and Jeff. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. A little friendly reminder that we have new merchandise up on our merch page. That's CallieandJeff.com. Click on the merch tab. It'll take you right there. And the Keep Moving Forward line of merchandise not coming back. It is OG. We're calling it vintage. Yeah, the vintage hoodie, uh, racerback tank tops, and T-shirts. They will never be back, my friend. Because they're the old school Jeff Dollar ones from like 2013, 2014. The key, they say keep moving forward on them. The OGs. So if you want to get your hands on those, very, very, very limited. Callieandjeff.com. Click on the merch tab. Good morning, Callie. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, this is Pam. I had to put a pause on 195 because, Jeff, we start talking about wearing gloves to cook or to touch the raw meat. I totally got it. I knew very early on I would never be a chef because I cannot stay in the feel of raw meat on my hands. It just, oh my goodness, it gives me the all overs. And I, I, I totally get it. I am 100% behind you, Kelly. I don't know how in the world you can touch raw meat, especially like ground beef. It'll get under your nails. It is so, so gross. It's almost as gross as eating a raisin. Thank you uh, guys for all that you do. And you have a great day. Bye. Care of delivers vitamins and supplements right to you. You take an easy online quiz at takecareof.com and you can find the vitamins, the powders, the supplements that are going to support your specific health goals, whether it's improving your fitness routine or managing stress or just taking your vitamins every day. And then they deliver convenient daily packs to you. Perfect for your super busy life. All you got to do is throw it in your purse, your gym bag, and you're on your way. Plus, they've got a new line, a skin and hair collection. It's going to help you work on your beauty goals from all angles with targeted ingredients for hair, skin, nails. So go to TakeCareOf.com, take their short online quiz and answer some questions. They're going to ask you about your diet, your lifestyle, your health goals, and then they're going to recommend a list of vitamins and supplements specifically for you. And all you do is click on the ones that you want. They get delivered right to your house. You can get 50% off your first care of order by going to takecareof.com slash upside 50 and entering code upside 50. That's takecareof.com slash upside 50. The promo code is upside 50. Hi, this is Suzanne. And I was calling because Callie asked if uh, dogs and humans could pass anything back and forth. So one thing they uh, can pass back and forth is pink eye. Our dogs got pink eye and the vet was very clear to make sure that we didn't get close to it and wash our hands after we put the medicine on and things like that. So um, she said our vet actually got pink eye from her dog. Um, So it is possible to pass that back and forth. Anyway, hope you guys have a great day. Love the show. Bye. Hey, good morning. I just wanted to say thank you so much for recommending the Newsworthy podcast. I absolutely love it. It's all the news you need in a short amount of time. It was a great recommendation. I have added them to my favorites list. 
it is an everyday routine for me. But great recommendation. Just want to say thanks so much. Have a great day. I'm Jason, and I'm from Bogart, and I'm five, and I love you so. Um, you will help me really much, and I hope um you do um I hope you do good. Bye bye. Hey, Mama, I'm done. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Rebecca. I've been listening since the beginning. This is my first time calling. Um, I'm listening to episode 196, and I had to pause it, which I've never done before, to call in about the SpaghettiOs because I feel so sad for Kelly that she did not experience that as a kid. And the Chef Boyardee repertoire was, like, just a synonymous with childhood and ABCs and one, two, threes or SpaghettiOs and meatballs or the the little wavy lasagna noodles with meatballs, all of those just makes me think of sitting on the couch watching cartoons or The Price is Right with my grandma and it just takes me right back to childhood and if I'm ever just kind of feeling down or blah, I will still sometimes go to the store and buy a can of SpaghettiOs and eat it and uh, it just makes me so happy on the inside, and it's a little bit of a, a spot of sunshine to my day, a highly processed spot of sunshine. So, anyway, I love you guys. Love the show so much, and I'm so happy to finally call in. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. It's Amy calling from northern Pennsylvania. We're talking about the one-use folder. I started this about a month ago, and it is life-changing. I'm the same way as you. I will save something on my desktop, use it as attachment, or, you know, whatever, print it, whatever I have to do to it, and I leave it there. And about a month and a half ago, I looked at my desktop, and I was like, holy cow, I have no idea what any of this stuff is. Slowly went through, one by one, looking at it, deleting it, and I started a folder then, and it is life-changing. And I'm so glad you brought this up, because I know others would benefit from it. Thanks, guys. I love what you do. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. It's Stacey in Kennesaw. I had to pause Wednesday's show about the whole losing keys in a purse thing. Jeff, I'm telling you, there's a, a it's like, it's almost like Murphy's Law, that you, a woman, no matter the size of her purse, it could be big, it could be little, whatever she last put in there will immediately vanish. It's like their little gremlins that drag it down to the bottom. It's not because of her ADHD, and it's not because she doesn't put them in the same place. It's like the law of purses. They just get sucked into a black hole. So just had to throw my two cents worth in on that. I hope you guys have a great day. Did you poop your pants? <laughs> wow, what's so funny? Is it funny that you pooped your pants? <laughs> Love you guys and hope you guys have a great day. Bye.